We're sorry about the delay. This episode should have came out a while ago, but because of everything that is happening around the world, it was one thing that we kind of had to put on the back burner so we could give you some more vital information. Hopefully you still enjoy this episode. It's still about Skinwalkers and Skinwalker Ranch. It's some interesting information, and we hope you enjoy. Hola, como estas? It's us. We're back. It's the sixth episode of the Something Isn't Right podcast. Are you sure it's the sixth one? Yeah. I posted the fifth one. Okay. On Facebook. Make sure you like us on Facebook if you haven't already liked us. We post weird, funny shit sometimes. What do you think? What do you mean? Do you think that it's safe to say that we post weird, funny shit sometimes? Yeah. If you're into memes, we post a lot of memes. A lot of funny memes. A lot of memes that have to do with paranormal stuff. Very memeable, our pages. But again, the sixth episode of Something Isn't Right podcast today, we're going to be continuing on... Oh, fuck. It's not the six. I just I haven't it. released the six. I knew it. I it's was the like, seven. you said that last time. You're like the six. And I'm like, whatever. I'm just going to let him do his thing. Well, the last I'm one is the sixth it. episode. That was right. But this one's the seventh. So you were wrong. This time I was. Yeah. That's the first time. That's crazy. That's the first time it's ever happened to me in my life. Mm. Been wrong. Mm. So I got, so we got one like kind of cruddy review on our sound quality. So I really just kind of went and did what I normally do and went OD and bought a bunch of shit. You spoke and we listened. Hopefully they're still listening so you can hear the quality improvement. Very much so. So we got a all-new Rode Procaster microphone, as well as uh, the Rodecaster input. So we can not that you guys care about that shit. Not that you guys give a fuck. <laughs> but he's been excited about it to record all week. So yep, and we can do inbound phone calls now. So something that we will look forward to doing, maybe some interviews over the phone, if you guys are interested. Just maybe i don't know we'll maybe see. with friends i'm not too crazy about the interviewing thing but i don't know we might maybe down the road exactly so back to what we were saying we spoke about skinwalkers number six and what was the other thing again windigos windigos we spoke about those two mother suckers just before in the last episode and we're going to continue on what we were talking about in the previous and go over what we like to be called well, we, we don't personally like to be called this, but what likes to be called Skinwalker Ranch? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. No, we talked about Skinwalkers last time, so we don't have to deep dive into it in this episode, and we can just talk about Skinwalker Ranch. That's what I meant to say. Um. So this is, I, we were going to probably do this like two or three parts, but honestly, I don't feel like spending that much time on on this because a lot of i mean there's a movie about it there's so many documentaries but i kind of just um condensed all the things that i thought were interesting and the story is kind of just like the gist of it and where it is now okay all right um so i guess we'll just get into it what what do you know about skinwalker ranch wait we shouldn't get into it so quickly because i wanted to show you something look at this Oh my god you would put that on there yeah. so christian always says that i laugh like frieza and it makes me really self-conscious but i just like own it so he doesn't know that oh i guess he knows now i do know 
if you guys watch Dragon Ball Z, she laughs like Frieza. And then everyone says I sound like this. This has cost you strength. Victory has defeated you. No, he thinks he sounds like that. Because, oh, really? Yeah, he thinks he sounds like that because sometimes I'll be texting him in my phone wants to autocorrect babe to Bane no, all the time. No, that's not true. If anyone from my work is listening to this, you need to vouch for me in a Facebook comment that I sound like Bane. You don't sound like I Bane. fucking do, and I'll do it one Anyways, day. Anyways, okay. Well, that's not all we got. One more and we'll keep going. Look at this one. Inconceivable! Whenever you tell me a cool fact, I'm going to use that one. Please don't. Please don't be <laughs> annoying with that board. I'll quit the show and start my own. You won't do that. I will. Why are you getting so freaking... Why are you being so weird? I don't... Why so serious? All right, I'm done. Now you, we got a good amount of them in, so... I'm done with this already. Why? I'm done. It's annoying. All right, I won't do them anymore. Please. But those are cool, right? They're cool. Just don't do it throughout the show. I wanted show. to show you. I'm not going to do it throughout the show. I just wanted to show you some of the things we have at the palm of our fingers now. Mm. But again, speaking of palm of your fingers, have you been washing your hands? Very much. Like Good. overly washing my hands to where they're like dry and cracking. Because I heard the coronavirus made it all the way over to Italy. Yeah. Didn't they uh, quarantine like a few villages? Yep. Two cities. That's crazy. Let's just all, you know, try and do our best with quarantine ourselves if we're sick. Just stay home. Don't go to the gym. Don't be that person that's coughing over the dumbbells and not covering their mouth like everybody here in Vegas. Uh, that shit, like, makes Obvious my blood boil. Obvious shit that bothers her. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy how far it's getting. I mean, there's still those people out there that are like, the flu is worse, blah, 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 like... I don't know. Hopefully, this is like, hopefully we're the CDC because didn't they put out today that it's probably gonna shut down some schools and mm -hmm. interrupt our everyday life? Mm -hmm. Hopefully, it's just like an overreach and it's not gonna get that serious. And you know, they find a cure or something for it soon. Mm -hmm. I think they will. So I, so I swear on my life, unless I was just super stoned and I wasn't paying attention, I swear Ben Shapiro posted an article saying that they found a cure like some united states pharmaceutical company said they found a cure well hopefully they did because i know well obviously like if anybody if you're on facebook or read any kind of articles you know coronavirus has been around actually for like for like ever and there's so many different uh strains of it mm -hmm. um like the common cold i think is considered coronavirus it's just this one i don't even know what strain it is or what it's like um like officially like the name other than just coronavirus yeah what actual individual thing it is i mean but it is pretty scary hopefully it's you know i'd rather be wrong about it because i know uh well we never really said episode we did an episode where we like kind of talked about it and i got a little like when i get passionate about stuff i get a little like intense about it mm -hmm. hopefully i'm wrong safe I'm really, to say i'm really uh hoping i'm wrong because i have a shitty immune system i feel like i get sick all the time so if what they're saying is true like it might it has the potential to wipe out like 60 percent of the world i'm pretty sure i'll be in that 60 percent because it's ridiculous yeah we we actually got uh you know a little argument because of that what because i said i'd be in the 40 percent. oh yeah <laughs> yeah no the first thing he said because i was like if, it, if that's true i'd probably be in the 60 percent he's like 
do you think I'd be in the 40%? I'm like, geez, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna be like, no, you, no comforting. Just what do you think I'd be? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's true. I think I would be in that percentile. He probably would. He, I've been sick numerous times and I've probably seen Christian sick once and he's been around me and I'm, I'm like being super contagious, drinking out of my water and shit and he's totally fine. Which is shitty because I actually really take care of myself. Like I watch what I, I like try oh, to eat I vegetables. I eat all, all my vitamins. I try to like take walks so I get vitamin D. And like Christian can eat whatever he wants. Go to the gym every now and then, and he's like still in shape and still fine. Why are you gonna Why are you gonna come at me like that when I'm trying to give you a compliment? I take it back. Oh, fine. I didn't know what the end of the sentence was whatever. gonna be. I hope you go bald. I will. I know. Eventually. All we are is dust in the wind. Um, but anyways, hopefully everybody out there is like taking your, you know, take your vitamin C, vitamin D, wash your hands. Please don't be that person that coughs and doesn't cover their mouth or sneezes and doesn't cover their mouth, especially when you're in public places. Mm-hmm. Be considerate. Exactly. Don't be a dick. Don't be, don't be a dick. Rule yes. number one. Rule number two. Rule number personal two, space. Personal space. Stay the fuck out of my personal no, space. No, literally. <laughs> personal yeah. space. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's not far off of what I feel like. Hey, if you ever see me somewhere, do me a favor and stand at least like a yard to two yards away. I don't need anyone to stand really close to me. Yeah, especially in grocery stores. That's just so annoying. Mm-hmm. She got like some girl just rubbed her boobies all over <laughs> earlier today on it was It was the weirdest bump ever. Like I could understand if you accidentally like shoulder checked me or something. But this girl just like rubbed her body on me. And so when I turned, I know I gave her a dirty look because I just know my face. Mm-hmm. You and, definitely gave her a dirty look. And I mean, she was like super apologetic. So I didn't even want to say anything like bitchy. But I was like, what kind of fucking bump was it? Like you just grinded on me. Like, it was so fucking weird. It's pretty awkward. She probably wanted to give me coronavirus. She probably was looking to give everyone coronas. I saw her handing beers out. <laughs> That's funny. It's a little coronavirus humor for you guys. Do you I, know why they call it why it's called coronavirus? Um, because a corona is at its peak. Huh? I don't know. I made that up. I don't know why is it. Are it's you because me? like when they like um study it i guess like microscopically it's shaped like a crown and corona means crown yeah well things that you learn today you guys (laughs) okay (laughs) yes you guys so what do you know about skinwalker ranch huh i know a fair amount because i did research on skinwalker so inevitably i have to know some stuff that i can tag in while you're talking about other stuff Okay. To the point. Great. Um, Well, like most people know, Skinwalker Ranch is like what people call like the Disneyland for everything paranormal. It seems like anything paranormal you can think of happens at this ranch or has happened at this ranch. So um, I got most of this information from SkinwalkerRanch.com. Legends of America and Wikipedia, of course. And I watched, like, a bunch of YouTube videos, but I didn't write down the sources to give them credit, so... Sorry, but if you if you look it up on YouTube, I probably watched, like, the first five videos, so... Yeah, it's a good amount of videos. So, I kind of just have, like, a little bit of a timeline that I got directly from SkinwalkerRanch.com, so I'm just gonna kind of read ver- verbatim what I 
copy and paste it from there. Sounds good to me. So we're going to go back to 1905. But there's actually a timeline before this where they kind of talked about like the Native Americans and stuff. But it was mostly just history stuff. So not really paranormal. So I kind of just left it out. So 1905. 1905. The first Skinwalker Ranch settlers, John and Emma Myers, built a small homestead on a property. Um, The Locke family also moves onto the west side of the property. Around this time, the Locke family recalls a net worth of occurrences of strange visitors on the property. The stranger, oh, of a strange visitor. Sorry, it was one guy. The stranger arrived out of nowhere and was wearing a, a time period appropriate clothing. However, underneath it was a dazzling blue one piece outfit. <laughs> he asked for water and had a it's lengthy. A secret crib. <laughs> It's like, what's up, man? What up, cut? <laughs> he just crib walked on yeah, the property. He's just like, hey, what up? <laughs> he then walked off. Wait, oh, he asked for some water and had a lengthy conversation with the family. He then walked off and disappeared. The assumption is that this bizarre figure told the Locke family where not to dig on the property. This story was so amazingly, so amazing, apparently, that it was passed down for future generations. So that's where the origin came from about not digging on the property. Um, you have to, like, ask the previous owners where and if you can. If you can dig on the property? Yeah, they're, like, really weird about digging on the property. But um, They're probably something like the movie Holes. Mm, that's the only thing I can it's think probably, of digging like on it's property. It's probably actually like way more interesting than that. Movie. You've got to go. Um, but there's like uh, I don't want to talk too much about Stardust Ranch. I actually think that Stardust Ranch is a little more interesting than Skinwalker Ranch. But there's like a story um about Stardust Ranch too, where there's like a stranger on the property, and the guy's like, "What are you doing on my property?" The owner. And then he's like, I'm the guy that kills the monsters. So it's kind of funny how these two things have, like, a stranger that comes out of nowhere and, like, warns them about the land, you know? Yeah. Okay. So 1930, Christopher Locke, uh, grandson. I put a question mark because I couldn't find uh, if he was, like, their son or their grandson. You couldn't find the lineage tree mm-hmm. of the Locke family? It's all right. It's probably a hard thing to find. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what's up with my throat today. Here. Have some of this. It's okay. I have grape coffee. Gatorade. I have some coffee. Thanks. If only we were sponsored by Grape Gatorade Fierce. If only. It's actually like the best flavor of Gatorade, especially when you're hungover. It hits. Okay. So anyway, Christopher Locke reveals the first cattle mutilation occurred on the ranch. So that was in 1930. Okay. First cattle mutilation, you said. So a horse, or a horse, a fucking cow just got mutilated. Torn to shreds, correct? Uh, No, he wasn't torn to shreds. It didn't say, but there's not really any of these cows that get like, they're more like surgically mutilated. Oh, yeah. I remember it was very precise and they take specific organs or they were like... If they were cut into, they had like a square shape or something like yeah, that. Yeah, just like really Awkward. weird, weird things that like an animal obviously wouldn't do. Yeah, um, but it didn't precise. say specifically what he saw on his cow, Christopher Locke. So I'm not sure he might have been attacked, but that's the first recorded cattle mutilation. Okay. All right. So 1950s to 1960s. 
Junior Hicks and locals uh, report a surge, a UFO flap. Uh, and UFO reports in the Utah Basin. I don't know where that's at. <coughs> However, Skinwalker Ranch itself historically has little to no record of activity. So this was around Skinwalker Ranch. Sorry, guys, for Christian Coffee. If you if you listen to this podcast, you're just going to have to get used to it because he smokes throughout this whole thing. <laughs> so it's, yes. It comes with the territory. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, I know he was trying to hold that in, like just so let hard. it out. I was like this. I was all tense. <laughs> all right. I didn't want. To, all right, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, um, guys. Yeah, just got a little, a little hot. Okay. However, to note, the ridge line directly behind Skinwalker Ranch is given nickname Werewolf Ridge by locals for reasons to lost history. So I tried to find that history, that history, but obviously it's lost, just like this webpage said. But I thought <laughs> maybe. You know, might try it. Maybe you'll find it. But the thing, okay, the Nick thing, Cage. the thing about um, skinwalkers and werewolves, I feel like, um, not to be that person, but like skinwalkers are a Native American legend, correct? Yeah. Well, I feel like when, um, like the Europeans came over here, maybe that was their like, cause you know that's more of like a. I don't know, oh, like a white person's like legend, right? Like the werewolf. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure it's true origin, but I yeah. kind of feel like maybe they came across skinwalkers and the the thing, like the closest thing they could compare it to was a werewolf. So I think that's why a lot of times skinwalkers get called werewolves. Yeah, there's probably a lot of similarities. They always take that form, it seems like. Yeah, so I think it's just like um, how we have said in like, other episodes just like other cultures perceptions but it's kind of in the root the same thing yeah exactly um okay so now we're going to talk about the shermans and they're probably their story is probably the well it is the most um like well-known and popular skinwalker ranch Mm -hmm. even though they only owned the ranch for two years that's crazy over this whole time frame and all that shit happened to the shermans right yeah, and they experienced some, like, really crazy stuff right from the beginning. Um, a lot of it is kind of, like, repetitive. If you've watched any YouTube video, read anything about Skinwalker Ranch, um, this first story I'm going to talk about is, like, you know, there. But I'm sure not everybody has heard it, and they clicked on this episode, so I'm going to go over it. Yep. Okay, so the Shermans bought the Skinwalker Ranch in 1994, and it wasn't called the Skinwalker Ranch, obviously, when they bought it. They actually called it Sherman's Ranch. Um, and the the ranch is located in the northeastern part of Utah. It's about 512 acres. Jesus. Yeah, so pretty big. Very large, it sounds. Um, so the eastern Utah has been a hotbed of paranormal sightings over the years, um, that some extraterrestrial enthusiasts have deemed it UFO Alley. So all of it's like Tornado Alley. Yeah, but for but for for UFOs. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Terry Sherman and his wife Gwen moved their family of four to the ranch to raise cattle, and I believe they had like not just they had like Angus, like they had so their cattle was expensive. Really. Mm-hmm. Uh, like delicious succulent cows. That's why I was pissing them off. <laughs> all this stuff happens soon, huh? Yeah, it's expensive. Delicioso, they said. 
muy delicioso. <laughs> muy. <laughs> he said. Um, okay, so they experienced all kinds of paranormal activity in the 18 months they lived here. So this includes UFOs, portals, cryptids, animal mutilation, crop circle, crop circles. Crop circles. <laughs> crop. Talk like the kid from Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty. <laughs> I have all my teeth, people. Yeah. Um, crop circles and uh, poltergeist, etc. All of those motherfuckers they seen. With, Every single one of them. Within 18 months. 18 months. Imagine a year and a half out of your life. Like, let's say this last year and a half. If you saw all this shit, you'd be pretty fucked up too. No, thanks. Yeah. I'm good. I know. I was like, I listened to a few podcasts um, about Skinwalker Ranch. I don't necessarily like to listen to too many podcasts on topics we're talk talking about because I don't want to like copy what they're saying. But a lot of um, podcasters were like, we should go to Skinwalker. Or you can't go there. You could go around it. It's like it's you private can, property. It's private property. But they're like, I want to see a UFO. I want to see a Skinwalker. Blah blah. And I'm like, no. I don't want to see any of this shit. Like, especially if you're doing research and, like, what these things are doing to, like, the cattle and to, you You don't even know what. Like, It's a lot of shit they're doing. Yeah, it's one thing to, like, experience something, like, uh, I don't know, like, on accident. But to go out and look for something, no thanks. I never am going to go ghost hunting, Bigfoot hunting, UFO hunting. Sorry, not for me. None of that. No But thanks. we stay strapped anyways, because... Yeah, I think they know. We talk about it every episode. Oh, I know. They know we stay strapped, and they know we have a Jeep. Well, I got more guns now, so <laughs> try me. got each other guns for, our, for our anniversary. What? I've always wanted to do that on microphone. That's fine, but like maybe you don't do it when I'm talking. I was, I was your hype, hype man. Okay. All right, let's get back on track. Um... Okay. The Shermans. Let's talk about them. So when the family first moved in, they actually found deadbolts on the doors and the windows, like on the inside. Deadbolts, like a, sh so that nothing could get in, right? It was super secured. Kind of like locking yourself in. So some of the doors and windows had deadbolts both on the inside and the outside, and they also found large chains outside, which looked like they maybe for the purpose of restraining a heavy animal. So. The first thing that comes to my thought is probably they probably have like big dogs or these people had big dogs. Yeah. If you live out, you know, in a, in a rural area. You might have big dogs to protect your house. Yeah. But mm -hmm. it's like a little more fun to think about like maybe it was a creature or something. Yeah. Um, because they like a lot of people, not just on Skinwalker Skin Ranch, but in the area mm -hmm. has seen like a number of crypt cryptids. I mean, it's called Skinwalker Ranch, but they've seen things that look like oversized wolves they've seen things that look like bigfoots shadow people like it's crazy men in black men in black have been out there yeah. yeah and they don't look like will smith at all no they're like very weird looking we can do an episode they're on the men super in black. awkward they like supposedly have like skin that looks like rubber and they put red lipstick on it for their lips like and they you can tell they're wearing like a wig and they're mm -hmm. just like they're social they have cues no eyebrows awkward. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Okay, <laughs> so that. one of the first of many weird things to happen. Well, this actually happened the first day that they moved in. 
they literally just finished put they like put the last box out and they're like, All right, um all right, so start unpacking and then this happened. But probably yeah. <laughs> So the family came across a wolf that at first seemed to be friendly, like and it was like an oversized wolf too. Mm -hmm. Um, so friendly that they actually were petting the wolf. Why the fuck would you pet a wolf? I don't know. I These mean, these things are enormous. You've yeah. seen a wolf in in real life, right? Yeah, I have. They're they're pretty scary looking. They're fucking huge. They're like the. I mean, imagine seeing a pack of those in the wild. You'd be fucked. Yeah, I I'd know. be more scared to encounter a pack of wolves. I think than a bear, just because the wolves will like come all angles and shit at you. Yeah. I mean, either one, you're probably screwed. Yeah. Um. Okay, so they were, like, cool with this wolf. He was chill. They were petting him. <laughs> but, <laughs> but then the wolf tried to uh, grab one of the cattle's calves through the fence. He, like, bit the nose and was, and was trying to drag him through the fence. Mm -hmm. So they shot the wolf multiple times, Terry did, with um, a hand. I forgot what kind of magnum. I thought I put it in my notes, but I didn't. 357. Probably, actually. That sounds familiar. Mm hmm and the wolf, like, didn't react at all. He appeared to be unharmed, and he <laughs> continued to try and drag the calf out of the fence. He was like, look at my eye. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, eventually, after being shot about six times, the wolf ran off and vanished. But one of the last shots, Terry said that he shot at the wolf he actually saw flesh and fur fly off of it but the wolf still just kind of like he didn't run off he just kind of like walked off all cool he was cool about it right didn't and bother him he just took it like fucking ting ting just walking through him. yeah he did that's why know. people think like maybe that was a skinwalker yeah there's because, a strong possibility because it was like oversized and it like was not going down with whatever kind of gun he had mm -hmm. so i mean obviously they have so much invested in this cattle that's how they make their living so he knows this predator knows there's food here he's going to come back yeah so sure. him and his son went to go track the wolf and the prince just disappeared like if he just like evaporated like mm -hmm. they tracked it for a while and then they were just gone so maybe it was a skinwalker because it transformed. Yeah, well, yeah, it was like a, it was a wolf and then it turned into an owl and flew away. <laughs> I was like a bird. Um. Okay. So a few weeks later, Gwen Sherman, his wife, actually encountered another wolf, and she said this one was so large it was parallel to the top of the window in her car. When it stood beside her car. Jesus. So huge. The wolf was also accompanied by a dog-like animal that she couldn't identify. So there was two skinwalkers at once. Yeah. Allegedly. Crazy. Um. So oh, there was like another account too. Of, I think even Gwen said it that that dog was like a reddish color and had like a bushy tail. And other people have seen a dog... An oversized dog that looks like that, too. A reddish, bushy tail, too? Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. So, on one occasion, the Shermans saw a strange hyena-like creature attacking one of their horses. Uh, so, they also had horses. They just see all these different kinds of dog animals. Yeah, it's really weird. This skinwalker's been everywhere. Um, which they described it as low to the ground, heavily muscled, weighed perhaps 200 pounds, 
with curly red hair and a bushy tail. Okay, so like like I was saying, um, as Terry approached the animal, it vanished before his eyes, he said. So this is kind of where maybe like the portals come into play. Like maybe these things, just like how we've talked about with Bigfoot and stuff before, that people think that it's like um, interdimensional being and he can just kind of like weave in and out of dimensions. Mm-hmm. Um, and teleport. Well, because people, not even just the Shermans, but people in this area have reported seeing portals that you can see through. And they're not like small portals. Like some of them are like 100 feet wide or like, I don't know how you would describe that. But they're like these huge portals that open up. So maybe that's why these things are just disappearing. That's weird. It's so creepy. Who the fuck would anyone want to live here? Well, I don't think they knew about any of this before they got here. Hmm. Um, afterward, they checked the horse and found numerous claw marks on its legs. A few months later, a neighbor reported seeing a similar beast running across their property. Jesus. So this is where, when their prized cattle began dying in mysterious ways. So, all, the, all the weird, like, uh, what, is I, what was I going to say? All the weird designs start, right? Yeah, well, they started noticing, too, like, crop circles, and there was even, like, um, imprints into the soil that they described look kind of, like, from a cookie cutter, but, like, huge. And they would, like, appear overnight. Uh, Just a huge cookie cutter? I guess. Imagine how janky that would be if that's what you figured out. That's what made crop circles. (laughs) Would you be disappointed? a giant cookie cutter? Yeah. Would you be disappointed? No. Or would you be like, well, oh, I mean, that took a lot of creativity. No. Um, well, because crop circles, a lot of times when they go and investigate them, they're like, the way that, like, the, um, whatever, the crop or corn the or whatever is, is laid over, is mm-hmm. it's weird. But I was talking about the soil. Like, I had designs in the soil. Oh, okay. Um, the first cow found dead shortly after their first UFO sighting. So they also started seeing things in the sky already. And, um, but I'll get to that in a second. So (laughs) it showed only a hole in the center of its left eyeball. Um, predators had not touched the carcass and Sherman noted a chemical smell in the vicinity. So there's, that's like a, a popular thing too. They describe a lot that there's like this chemical smell around like when weird things happen. This, yeah. A short time later... It's like B.O. No, it's... it's but chemically. I'm trying to just tag on what you're saying. Sorry. Go. No, I mean, it's like... um. Well, I, I don't know. I think I talk about it again in these notes. A short time later, a second count was found dead in the, with the same hole in the left eyeball. With both these animals, Terry had taken a wire and inserted it into the hole to gauge its depth. In both cases the wire slipped easily into the center of their brain. Jesus. So cow brains. I had heard um another podcast talk about this and they were like, Well yeah, well maybe like a an uh insect like ate that and it was like I don't know, like to make a direct circle to its brain, like it's a little far fetched but especially a straight line. Yeah, but I uh I don't know. You know, people try and find explanations i would hate to think that like believe that it's like an alien too you know just experimenting on our cows but that's kind of what it looks like 
They just wanted to see what the val like the value of milk is. That's why they keep trying to steal our cows. They're like, does it really make strong bones? <laughs> is it loaded with calcium? Um, so a lot of these cows just started disappearing without a trace. So obviously, well, not obviously, because not everybody knows, but when you raise cattle, they keep track with the little tags on their ears. I'm sure if, you, if you've been to a ranch or seen pictures, you see like the little tags on their ears with numbers. Mm -hmm. That's how they keep track of their cattle. So a lot of these cattle were just literally would disappear they would like ask their neighbors like you know fellow ranchers and stuff like that nobody would see these cows they would never find them again never find their bodies nothing they just literally would disappear just never showed up again huh mm -hmm. in one instance terry followed the tracks of a cow into fresh snow the tracks just stopped under some trees at the end at the edge of the field the area around the animal's last steps was surrounded by a circle with fresh twigs and branches, which Terry could see had come from the trees above. Jesus. So again, here's something where the tracks just thought it just, you know, we don't know, disappeared. Mm -hmm. So in the two years that the family lived here, they lost 20% of their cattle of their cattle. Um, and they realized they would go bankrupt if they didn't move their livestock to a safer location. So they were just picking their cows off. They're Angus cows. They were just taking them and experimenting on them, and they're fucking delicious. Yeah, Angus is pretty delicious. Um, so this happened when Terry's nephew was visiting the ranch. So Terry, his nephew, and his son were outside when they noticed headlights in the distance. Um, Terry had actually seen these lights before around the area, but he figured like it was just somebody getting lost, which I think is probably, you know, pretty common. Very likely. Yeah. So, but it was, I guess, like a repeated thing. So now he was thinking that somebody was illegally hunting on his property. Yeah. So there's when, a reason for them to be out there. That's why we should make sure blah, blah, blah. They're probably hunting. doing. Yeah, because like I mean, if it's your private property and somebody's hunting without permission, of course, you're going to go and tell them to like, fuck off. Mm -hmm. um, so when they went to try and <laughs> hey, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when they went to try and confront them, uh, when they got closer, they can kind of see the vehicle, but it lifted up and took off into the fucking sky. Jesus. <laughs> it was a fucking, it was a fucking, uh, airplane from the jetsons probably um the sherman family saw strange vehicles including a few they assumed were lost rvs until they would lift off and fly into the sky <laughs> so it's <laughs> this poor family like they're just trying to like make a living their cattles are getting eaten they're seeing ufos everywhere you know these strange huge dogs and now they're seeing what they think are like um rv intruders. sized ufos <laughs> yeah intruders with its fucking rv that flies so <clears throat> okay that is fucking crazy yo yeah that's a lot of shit you would have to deal with it's very stressful especially like that's how they're making their living is with these cattle like yeah. their cattle keep getting picked off these are their livelihood and we have to defend them, is what they're thinking. Am I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone in the family, including their teenage son and their 10-year-old daughter, reporting seeing UFOs a number of times. 
ranging from small and boxy to as big as several football fields. Fuck. So there was there's all kinds of activity that they witnessed here. How the fuck are these the only people seeing these uh, UFOs if they're the size of three football Well, they're not fields? the only ones that see it. It's this whole area this of area. Utah. Utah is just a, like, there's so much that goes on in Utah. Like, Utah is just, I feel like, a hotbed for everything. Um, the only place, I mean, I don't even know if I'd want to go to Utah. I'm too much of a, of a chicken. I was going to say something, but it was inappropriate to say. What? It hasn't stopped you before. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. It just had to do with Utah. Okay. Um... They claim to have seen shafts of light that seemingly emanated from the ground, which is scary. Yeah, that would be kind of creepy. Yeah, they and others in the area also say that they heard what sounded like heavy machinery operating under the earth. That could be aliens or what we said before, those secret bases. Yeah, and those are a really real thing. Like, yeah. there's um, what I was listening to... I think it was Into the Fray, and she was interviewing a guy that worked at a base in Virginia, mm -hmm. and he was talking about how he had to go into one of these underground dumps, yeah. but he was so heavily secured, like, he couldn't even look side to side. He had to just look forward, go do his job, and then get escorted out. So these things underground are real. Like, we're not wearing our tinfoil hats, like... They, the military really does have bases underground. Yeah. I don't know if they specifically have one here in Utah, but um, it's just kind of crazy how whenever you hear about these like places that are a hotbed for paranormal activity, mm -hmm. they almost always hear things underground. <laughs> yeah. All the stuff is underneath them. So it's like, is it... Just like that movie we always relate back to. Yeah. Uh, cabin in the woods mm -hmm. so it's like i mean it makes you think like is it our government you know experimenting with things kind of like stranger things you know what i mean how, yeah. how the those things crawled out from underground it, it wouldn't make sense or is it aliens that are underground because i mean if you listen to i'm not huge on aliens um but there's i've seen a few videos where people talk about like Aliens are already here, you know, some of them live underwater or live mm -hmm. underground, which I don't really get why they're here, but, um, like, I mean, whatever. But, you know, it makes you think, is it aliens or is it both? Like, is there government working with aliens? Like, a certain part, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> which is even scarier. They, um, just have, they just shake hands like everyone thinks that Trump did with Russia. They're like, <laughs> yes. He's like... We uh, strike a very good, strong bond between us. Actually, speaking of Russia, so they also heard voices, like disembodied voices mm -hmm. from like uh, like 25 feet away, like far away. And they couldn't f like figure out where it was from. Mm -hmm. But I, in one article I read, it, Terry and his son described it as a mixture of sounding Russian and Native American, <laughs> like That's together. Weird. Yeah, super weird. Um, okay, there's also reports of shadow figures, which I don't know why shadow figures just scare the living crap out of me. Like, they're so creepy to me. Um, the Sherman family claimed they would see them standing outside their windows. Yeah. Like, looking in. 
And eventually, the shadow people made their way into their house and would stand on the edge of their beds. Wait, what the fuck do shadow people supposedly look like? Um, it's just like a dark figure. Like, you, like, I don't know if people actually see them, like, dead on. Most people see shadow figures, like, in their peripheral or, mm-hmm. like, when you are having sleep paralysis. Oh, there's, like, a shadow figure. Um, I see one at work. What? Hobbin. That's racist. <laughs> You're stupid. That's hilarious. That's not racist. He's a yeah. shadow figure. No. Yeah, that's what he goes by. Okay. Trust me. We'll agree to agree. Let's move forward. Um. But yeah, so that's like kind of the... That's... Okay, so a lot of people talk about how maybe aliens and demons and ghosts are the same thing. And I don't like that theory because it's so scary. <laughs> They're all the same thing. That, like, I've heard stories of people claiming, like, um, that greys are actually demons, which scares me. We can maybe do an episode on that one day. I don't know if I really want to learn about it because it scares me. But, I mean, I'm the one who chose to do a podcast in this field. On this stuff. If anybody This was what you were interested in. We could have made one about, like, uh hopscotch or something but we yeah, chose that i'm sure hopscotch <laughs> a lot of people would love to listen about that um okay so actually gwen started to contemplate her own sanity because a lot of unexplainable things were happening to just her at the time mm-hmm. so um, i would too if i saw all this fucking crazy shit going down yeah for example she had uh came home one day and unpacked and put away a bunch of groceries that she bought and then she left the kitchen and go do whatever when she came <laughs> back they were all put back into the bags they were all there i'd be so mad that's like the easiest way to piss me off imagine doing that and just coming back and then all of them were back you're like motherfucker i i, <laughs> I would yell at whatever it was i'd be like get the fuck out of my house <laughs> stop undoing all my hard work um i hate putting away the groceries motherfucker <laughs> relaxed um so things would also go missing for like days and this would piss me off even more things would go missing for days and then turn up in the most random places like inside the fucking microwave that does happen here or just sitting on the counter well, that's just because we, we no find random that's just stuff. because we smoke and then we move shit and forget about find it. find a remote like two days later and it's like on top of the dishwasher and you're like what the fuck yeah so there's there? like so this was like the poltergeist activity that was happening mm-hmm. in in their house. Uh, like certain like the cabinet doors would all be open, and you know little tedious things open, like that. Open shut, open shut. No, it, they would just all be left open. Oh wow. Um, that's just more annoying than anything, but also like really in, intrusive. Like yeah. I wouldn't feel comfortable in my own home. Yeah. What if that could hit you in the face when you're just walking by the cabinets? That'd be annoying. Exactly. Um, but I don't think that happened to them. It This thing's more sneaky. Like, I don't think any of the poltergeist stuff happened in front of their face. It was more so just messing with them. Oh, okay. And that's why one of the theories, too, is that everything that goes on here is just, like, one entity. hmm Okay. It's just one thing, so it couldn't be in multiple places or yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, it's just... It's just so weird how in these certain places, it's like everything of the paranormal, like all different realms of paranormal are happening in one, in one place. Yeah. 
so many different things layered on top of each other. That's like a fucking seven layer Taco Bell dip but of fucking terrible shit. So basically a seven layer dip at Taco Bell. Gross. I hate Taco Bell. Gross. Um, so Tom, his son and his nephew remember hearing loud disembodied conversations in some in an unintelligible language. So that's what I was talking about earlier. Russian slash Native American. Got it. The disembodied male voice spoke in what witnesses say was a mocking tone and sounded like they were 20 or more feet above their heads. Mm. But they would never see anything. That's crazy. That's just scary. Like, that would be annoying, too. These guys take a lot of shit. I'd just stand outside like, what's your face on Scary Movie? There was just what some... are you waiting for? <laughs> There's just some stubborn dad. Stubborn dad. He's just standing us. Nope, we're not moving. I don't give a fuck. This was expensive, this property. He is kind of stubborn, though. Yeah. Like, And with good reason. I would be mad if I was getting run off my own property, you know, Especially by something by I couldn't even see. Multiple somethings you couldn't even see. Well, this was the final straw. So this is like the, this is, was the last thing that happened before they were like, we need to leave. Mm-hmm. So one night, Terry was outside with his three hunting dogs, all German Shepherds. When he noticed what looked like blue glowing orbs floating around in the woods. And people have seen this, not just in Utah, but I've like, you know how sometimes I get into like my Reddit binges and I'll Mm -hmm. just read stories. There's so many people that talk about like these blue glowing orbs that they see floating around in the woods. Like I read some that were like in Northern California and Utah, Colorado. So I don't know what these things are, but after reading the story, if you ever see these, don't go after them. So the dogs growled at the orbs, and Terry had the dogs, but then he let them go, and they ran straight for the woods to follow the orbs, and they they were like barking. They're hunting dogs. Okay. After a Big little ass German shepherds, right? Mm-hmm. After a little while, Terry heard the three dogs let out like. All three were, like, letting out a distressed cry or whimper. And so he called for them. He waited a few hours for his dog to come back, his dogs to come back home, but they never did. Crazy. So, I mean, uh, like, in some of the YouTube videos or podcasts I listened to, people were like, oh, he didn't go look for them. But, I mean, if I love my dogs to death, I would kill for my dogs, but... Also, I have pugs, so I would never let them run into the woods. But if my dog that is supposed to protect me ran into the woods and then I heard it cry like that, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it would be the smartest thing to run in after them. Especially, you have to think, too, he's not like a single... It's different if you're, like, single, but he has a family to take care of. Mm -hmm. Um, So he waited... Okay, I already said that. The next morning, he went to look for them. This is this this one bugged me so much. This makes my stomach hurt. So he went to go look for them in the morning, and he found three round, greasy lumps that appeared to be scorched in the spot. So whatever these orbs were turned his dogs into jelly, basically. What? Yeah. So that was the last straw. The Shermans planned to sell the property. However, they got. Before they got the chance, Robert Bigelow, which is, he's a millionaire, he owns Budget Suites. He's a Bigelow, always on the go. (laughs) uh, (laughs) He's a believer in UFOlogy, obviously. The UFOs? The UFOs. And he's the founder of the National Institute of Discovery Science. 
So he offered to buy the property after hearing about the events in the newspaper. So the Shermans, like, I think they talked to a newspaper here in Vegas and one in Utah, and that's how he heard about this. They bought it for, like, $200,000. He is, got it for the rip. Yeah. So 512 acres or whatever you said. Yeah. That's less than $1,000 an acre. Crazy. That's like 0.5. Yeah, I think they just wanted to get out of there. You know, say what they could of their cattle. Because like I said before, they lost 20%. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't put this in my notes. I don't know why. But also, Terry had offered to be like the ranch manager mm-hmm. while Bigelow was there. Because he was so upset that he was getting run off the property mm-hmm. by whatever entities or entity that was, you know, controlling. There. All, yeah, that was there. Um he actually, like, did that for a while, and then I think he just left. He didn't want to fuck with it anymore? Yeah. So, um, the National Institute of Discovery Science, which is Bigelow's company, disbanded in 2004 because they found little but apparent success. Just a little bit. But it, it was successful. <laughs> That's how they felt. They Well, they didn't find, like, an overwhelming, like, overwhelming amount of evidence mm-hmm. not as much as the shermans um, as they said experience. That happened. and you know people like say like you know maybe they made this up because they wanted to get out of the ranch and mm-hmm. um you know or make money off of it but they really didn't make any money off of coming you know coming out and saying these things if anything they they just got judged mm-hmm. and they didn't make up all the accounts of people seeing ufos before they move there. Yeah. And in surrounding areas. So I don't believe that they made all this up. I mean, you know, maybe some things were exaggerated. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I believe Pushing them. it to the extreme, but it's still within the realm of reason, we well, think. I, I, I believe them. But, I mean, I can see how people, especially once you're put in the spotlight, maybe you want to make the story a little bit juicier than it actually was. Um, so he's, he's, Bigelow is done with this. And in the next several years, um, 22 million was spent on this program, Fuck. which investigated reports of undi- unidentified flying objects and was run by a military intelligence official, Louis Elizondo from the Pentagon. So now this is the government. Is actually, you know, putting money into investigating paranormal things. Yeah. The government has intervened. Which is $22 million. Why, government? Why are you so curious? The shadowy program was largely funded at the request of Harry Reid, a Nevada Democrat who was the Senate majority leader at the time and who was who has long had an interest in space phenomena. He was also a longtime friend of Robert Bigelow. Yeah. So the government actually stepped in <laughs> and started... Slid him a little cheddar. Right. In 2016, the ranch was sold sold for four pints... <laughs> in the 2016, four oh pints. Oh, my God. Irish, an Irish lass. Um, in 2016, Skinwalker Ranch was sold for... For $4.5 to Adamantium Holdings, a shell corporation 
of unknown origin. Say that right for the Marvel fans, please. Adamantium. Adamantium, exactly. You said that, said it differently the first time. I was like, oh, we went over this. What did I say? You said adamantium. I said adamantium. Good job. And we didn't go over this. I told you. Yeah, I know. That we... it was a, a metal or something from Marvel. I know. That's what I'm trying to say. Um. But what was weird, too, about when the government was there and they were doing, like, their experiments trying to catch things, mm -hmm. they would, they set up a lot of surveillance and they would actually see things, but the cameras would turn off yeah. or not work or be pointed in an opposite direction. Inoperable. So this thing was... If it's one thing, it's conscious to what is going on, yeah. and it obviously doesn't want to be studied. I feel like the Shermans weren't, you know, trying to document things, so it kept showing itself to them. But it probably saw that the, you know, they set up cameras everywhere to try to catch anything, mm -hmm. you know. So he has to go in all the the like the loopholes. Yeah. Um. That must. That's a shitty way to live. Why would he? He should just de. But Who? then he's got the portals. This skinwalker. Oh. Well, I don't know. You know, maybe it's a... Maybe it's just a bunch of portals here so these things can move in and out. It's like a, a safe spot for them. Yeah. An interdimensional honeycomb, if you will. Um, I don't know why it didn't... I thought I wrote this in my notes, but actually there was... um. A sighting on Skinwalker Ranch that... Oh, it was from... I think it was actually the scientists that saw this that were here. And he actually hired scientists that were on purpose. He hired scientists... Or they hired scientists that were skeptics. Yeah, that they didn't believe in it. Right. And some of these reported seeing a huge portal, like I talked about earlier, like 100 feet wide. And... And they actually saw, like, a shadow person climbing out of it on Jesus. its, like, hands and knees. And... That's creepy. <laughs> but they couldn't catch any of this because their their equipment wouldn't work. So it was probably some crazy electromagnetic shock that comes out of that portal that fucks all those cameras up. Yeah, I never... I mean, you hear about portals all the time in, like, movies, comic books, whatever. I never really believed in them, but it is... I kind of don't want to believe in them because that just freaks me out. Yeah. That these shadow, that's that where shadow people come from. I've even heard like podcasts where they say like closets could be portals and I'm like fucking cool. I'm already scared of closets. <laughs> like, why, yeah, why are you scared of closets? What is this fucking monsters? I don't ears? know. I just don't like them. They're, that's why I leave the light on in ours. I don't like being able not to see in them. Yeah. Well, you're okay. Um... Okay, so 2016, like I said, Adamantium, did I say right? Yep. Holdings now owns this, and this corporation is super little. I think they only have like two employees. <laughs> Nobody really knows what they do. They couldn't do. just lie on the fucking government form. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh yeah, just put the truth. Two. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's on there. It's just like I, I over, I mean, I heard it in like a YouTube video. I know. That's what I think is funny though. <laughs> Keep going. I'm supporting what you're saying. Afterwards, a public road that had gone through the property was closed. Uh, the road is now guarded. A representative of a representative of the ranch owner, um, Adamantium Real Estate, approached the county for a road vacation. Wow. 
claiming rampant trespassing issues led the owners to make the road private. Their request was granted. There is no access to the property today, and the gates block the entrance with large warning signs. So it's kind of like another Area 51 almost. Two Area 51s right Um, next to each other. Yeah, so, I mean, I kind of get that, though, because once, you know, word got out about how this is, like, a hotbed, like I was saying earlier, I was listening to podcasts, and people were like, yeah, we should go, so I'm sure people were trespassing. They definitely were. Um, people want to go explore creepy shit. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm not one. I'm into the stuff, obviously, like, deep, but I would never go look for something. For trouble. Yeah. Um... <laughs> There's trouble afoot, and we're going to go looking for it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the same thing where you're like, we're in like a cabin in the middle of nowhere, and then you hear like weird noises outside, and then you're that person's like, I want to go see what those weird noises are. Unless you're John Wick, then go see whatever you want to do. If you're John Wick, yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Take a book with you. He killed a guy with a pencil. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so in 2018, um, Adamantium Real Estate LLC was issued a trademark for the name Skinwalker Ranch. So it's officially Skinwalker Ranch. And that's where, TM. It, that's where it is now. I mean, you can't go, it's gated off, but if you ever did want to go out there to, you know, maybe try and see a UFO, you can, I mean, the whole place around just Skinwalker Ranch is like a hotbed for stuff. So, you know. You could go there if you want. If you want. At your own ri- risk. Yeah. At your own ri- risk. Yeah. Hey. Mm. Mm. I got the power. Do you have anything constructive to add? No, that's just crazy. I would never fucking, I mean... Thinking about all the different kind of crazy shit that happened when they were there, it makes no sense for anyone to want to go there. It really doesn't make any sense at all. Well, I feel like a lot of people maybe don't really believe, and that's why they don't have a problem with going out there. Mm -hmm. I really believe that there is something weird going on. Maybe it's not paranormal but there's definitely something something strange about this because it's not just in this part of the united states i mean there's like certain hotbeds of places everywhere and i don't i don't think everybody's making this stuff up like um it's just not something i'd ever be interested in doing people who go out and do it they're like that's cool like you're brave but no thanks hold on do you hear him he's like pretty loud I think he's just tired of being in there. And then, did you hear, did the TV turn off? I don't know, maybe. Hold on one second. Okay, guys, sorry, we are back. I apologize for the delay. It wasn't much of a delay, but I do apologize. We had to go get our dogs. He's over here sitting next to me, trying to sit down, Uh, trying to sit down. That's the key word there. Again, this is the Something Isn't Right podcast. We thank you for you guys listening today. Thank you for all of the positive reviews and the ratings. We hope and we would really love if you guys would follow us on Facebook or Instagram at the Something Isn't Right podcast. 
We're trying to be more relevant and post some more stuff on there. We have some cool memes that we try to throw in your direction. I'm also on TikTok now, and I'm trying to do more TikToks on just, like, topics that we cover. And my handle's at BNB altogether 92 Sorry, that was our pug. Um, and as always, email me, well, email us any of your listener stories or personal experiences with anything as like I say, true crime, paranormal, anything weird, we'd love to hear it at something isn't right podcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening. We're going to pump up some information. We're going to pump up the output right now for you guys. We have some episodes getting ready to drop. So we are recording a couple, a two part series here that should drop here soon. And you guys should like it. It's fucking taking you down the rabbit hole. Have a good rest of your day. Enjoy. Hopefully this isn't driving you crazy. And again, thank you for listening to the Something Isn't Right podcast. <laughs>